I'm Cody. And I'm Elaine. And like you, we are podcasters. But we don't just host podcasts. We also coach podcasters and produce shows too. Every week we go live to answer your questions and help you do what you do best to get your voice out there and make a positive difference. From production and advertising to growth, guests, and engaging with your tribe, you ask and we tell. If you're a purpose-driven podcaster and want to be a part of an amazing community of like-minded people and want to join in on our live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part. You're listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters, presented by Reckless Media. So today we are talking about a question that uh, we did not get around to last time, and we're open to all kinds of questions. So Brock, you're in here right now. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop them. Anyone else who joins uh, as we go, I'll just kind of be prompting folks, hey, ask questions because that's what we want to do. I know it's a Thursday night. We might not go quite as long on Mm -hmm. this one as some of our others. So we'll just kind of see how it goes. So one of the questions we're going to kind of hit off with is, how do you tell a guest after the recording that you would rather not use the episode without being disrespectful? Oh man. That's a loaded question. So that is a loaded question. I almost want to go tag you in this just to let him know, hey, we're answering, uh, answering your question. So I'm going to see if I can add him real quick because we have, Two more minutes before we are officially supposed to actually be answering. There we go. Tag. Boom. Hey, Carl. Sorry you had to uh, see our train wreck of us yeah. trying to figure out. It's okay. Yeah, tag them. Our train wreck whenever we attempted to figure out new broadcasting software. We're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it quite a while today, and uh, it's not the easiest thing. Mm-hmm not the easiest thing to figure out. But once we get it there, we'll do a tutorial so everyone else knows what's going on. Hey, Q, what's up? Yeah. So, Q, the reason I tagged you is because we're about to answer the question of yours. We missed our and staring my tea right now, guys. I put sugar and everything in the cup and brought it in here. I brought the whole tea urn because it wasn't done steeping, and I was rushing trying to get that broadcasting software going. So, Q. We're about to answer your question we missed last week, and so I wanted to uh, tag you to let you know what was going down. So anyways, as always, everyone, please feel free to drop stuff, uh, drop any questions in the comments, and we will do our best mm-hmm. to catch them as and, they come yes. through. And I have a live document that I'm actually putting every single one of these questions and any tips or feedback that we have, and then dropping that in the group after this video. So. Yes. And a couple other things for those who missed it. Uh, all of these are converted over to podcast format now. So it's on Spotify, soon to be on Apple. It's submitted. They just take a minute longer to submit. But if you search for purpose-driven podcasters, same logo, same everything. So if you don't want to watch this video later, you got to come back around to it. You can catch this on the fly because, hey, that's what repurposing is. We preach repurpose, repurpose. So here we are trying to repurpose. Mm-hmm. So what so, question did we miss Go last for it. Week? Read it off. Okay. So cute. You asked, how do you tell a guest after the recording that you would rather not use the episode without being disrespectful? All right. So let me paint a picture with this. You record an episode with someone. You're hyped about the episode, right? You're like, hey, let's do this thing. You record it. It doesn't go as planned. Maybe uh, maybe it just it's a bit more awkward than you expect it to be. Maybe the, the flow of the conversation is, is, uh, isn't as good or it doesn't fit the theme of your podcast. I can imagine these are just some of the scenarios where it's like, hey, I'd rather not use this episode. There's a couple other scenarios as well that uh, I don't think apply to Q's question, like, oh, the audio really sucked or this or that or the other. 
So uh, I think that there are some other things, but I think specifically this is like, hey, I wasn't really vibing with this. This doesn't fit my show. I don't want to put this out there to my audience. I don't feel comfortable putting this out there to my audience. What do I do? I think it's a great question. I think it's something that no one wants to have to face because it sucks to tell someone, hey, that hour of your time that you invested, I'm going to have to not air that. Mm -hmm. uh, the number one thing I want to start with is it's your show, and ultimately you are presenting something to your audience. And so if what someone recorded isn't – if it goes against what you believe, if it goes against how you feel about things, if it's preaching against something that your audience trusts with you, the ultimate uh, – the ultimate – commitment you have is to your audience it's mm -hmm. not to the person who recorded it's to and your you audience will feel that. you will know that your gut reaction or your heart or however you think um you'll automatically know like probably during that conversation mm -hmm. that you're like hey i don't know if i'm gonna use this or not yeah and so how do you tell someone that that's really hard it's never easy because you don't want to hurt somebody you don't want to burn bridges and let's be honest sometimes it's little things. Sometimes you can edit stuff out, right? Sometimes you can cut little pieces like, oh, they said something there that, uh, you know, they didn't think much about it, but it just that's not going to sit well with my audience. So I'm just going to kind of snip out that two or three minutes there. No big deal. Doesn't hurt anything. Uh, and that's fine. You can If you can use it, use it because someone did invest their time. If it just does not fit, if nothing about it feels right, there's a couple other methods I would kind of present to uh, to try to help with that, right? And so those things would be fabulous glasses, Elaine. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. How do you do the little audio teaser for podcasts? Okay, Carl, I'll get to that one in just a second. Sorry, guys. Was, hey, Sophia. So, uh, yeah, a couple of ways you can tell someone, hey, I'm not going to use your audio. Uh, you can just kind of say, hey, uh, you know, the theme of this, the theme of my show is this way. I don't want your audio to go to waste. I don't know if I'm going to use this for my main podcast, but what I want to do is I want to use this elsewhere. So you can take someone's audio that you used or that you recorded with them that was initially for your show, and you can purpose out, find pieces of it. And this kind of ties into Carl's, uh, Carl's question, too. You can find little audiograms. You can find four or five-minute snippets from this conversation. Convert it over to a YouTube video. You can repurpose it if you can find the gold in it. If, if, this, if your conversation was, you know – 20% good and 80% bad. You can take that 20% out of it, reapply it, and still still kind of let people get something from it. You mm -hmm. pull those gold nuggets out. It's kind of like, you know, panning for gold. Yeah. Or another alternative is maybe you have, like, an email group that you could maybe throw that up as a bonus or an extra piece if maybe you really liked the person, but you didn't like the conversation mm -hmm. or like I was saying, pulling, pulling audiograms or quotes or like little snippets of the show and maybe throwing that in your email or throwing that in like maybe, I don't know, some like content lab or something. They were talking about something. I don't know, like just different alternatives of like maybe this isn't out to the general public, but the faithful people in your Facebook group or um, in your email or whatever else that you have going on. Maybe you could repurpose some of that content in a separate space so you're still using it, you're still being respectful, but also if it doesn't go with the flow of your show, mm -hmm. um, and yeah. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, but if it, doesn't, if it doesn't flow, like that's ultimately like your decision, it's your show, and you shouldn't feel bad for that. Yeah, and the last piece to that is sometimes you just got to tell them, hey, that did not sit right. Here's the thing. If this person, and this, let me kind of, let me preface this for a second. 
we talked about, I believe it was in the last live, that if you uh, if you take the t if you can figure out like a scheduling time where you can pre-screen people, where you can have just a 10 minute, 15 minute quick conversation with people ahead of time, you're gonna know if they're gonna fit for your show or not. You know, don't just offer up, hey, can you come on my podcast? Can you come on my podcast? The truth is, I, I, I see this a lot with podcasters specifically, is, uh, Brock, I'll get to your question in just a second. It's a long one, and I'm going to wait for just a second. We got to do Carl's, too. So. Yep, got to get to Carl's, too. So, to sum this up, you uh, you have this this show, and it's your baby, and you pour your heart into this thing. And I see so many podcasters, especially starting out, mind you, and I know, Q, you're not just starting out. Uh, but you know, we had a call the other day and you're like, you're on it, man. So yeah, go check out Q the nurse, by the way, I'm going to give a shout out to Q. We had a coaching or I, we had a consultation or the free audit with Q the other day and it was fantastic. I love being able to just look at everything he was doing. He's doing some amazing stuff for the nursing field. So go check him out. His YouTube page is like, holy moly. He mm -hmm. is. That dude can put I out think some what, content. like freaking 4,000 followers on YouTube? Yeah, like, dude, you're killing it on YouTube, and you yes. got, I think it's more than that. But, dude, you were, like, all over YouTube. So uh, his videos were, like, very, all of it's very good. So, anyway, uh, to, to kind of sum that up, if you have your baby, you're not just going to let anyone hold it. You're not, I don't know, this is a weird analogy. Whatever, I love analogies. Let me kind of put it another way. You're a podcast host. You have a platform. And so many people are desperate to bring on guests, to bring on guests that when we're starting out or we're in that mind or maybe we're just starting out getting guests or maybe we're in a void where it's kind of hard to find guests that really fit, uh, fit your, your mission. It's easy to start dropping out a line. Hey, I want, I want guests. I want guests. I want guests. I'm just going to sit here and be like really straight about this. People, it's an honor to come on to someone's show. Mm -hmm. You have an audience, whether it's 10 or 10,000, you have an audience. And you value that for sure because people value that. You know, you can reach out to some crazy, you know, quote unquote big names and they're going to say, yeah, because you're giving someone free publicity. And that's the other thing I really want to emphasize there. Bringing someone on your show is free publicity. You maintain the right to air or not to air anything. And I understand you don't want to burn bridges, but if the conversation was that bad, which probably means it did not vibe with your audience, it was completely against what you stand for, that's not a bridge you really got to worry about burning. Do it respectfully, but just say, hey, our views aren't in line. I'm sorry I can't present this to my audience because your audience always, always, always comes First. You need to protect your show and your audience. And sometimes that means you don't use any of it, you can use some of it, or you just reschedule. And maybe the conversation's better the next time. Sure. And that's another, I'm glad you brought that up. Sometimes they're just not in the mood. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of our very first questions, like, what do you do when you're just not in the mood? Uh, I was releasing that the other day as we, I was making the podcast for this. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a great point is sometimes your guests may just not be in the talking mood. Sometimes maybe they need a little bit more of an outline from you. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I really enjoyed this conversation. I'm going to use some of this, these little pieces of information as a teaser. I'm going to kind of use it. I'm going to throw it in some video and stuff like that. And then I'm going to kind of repurpose that. And let's just record another one because I really feel like we can get into this a little deeper. So let's just try it again. 
and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So always be respectful, but always protect your audience, protect the people. And remember, it's your platform. You have a voice. You have a platform. It's an honor to go on someone's show, and you're offering them free publicity. So don't feel like you have to grasp for mm -hmm. straws. Carl, your question, how do you do the little audio teaser for podcasts? There's this awesome app called Headliner, H-E-A-D-L-I-N-E-R uh, -E -E dot app dot app i believe is it it'll be the link will be in the uh, document elaine is writing it is not headliner.io i've falsely given that out that's a booking agency i believe it's headliner.app uh, it is literally an audiogram creator and so you just make templates you can upload audio into it it can do all kind of fun stuff we use this for our clients as well as ourselves and we just tell people how to do it too if it's something they want to do we go out, the way we do it, whenever we uh, produce someone's show or do our own, we actually go through as we are editing and we find snippets of audio and we bounce those out as we're going. Mm -hmm. And so we will go through and listen and we're like, man, that's a good quote. That's a good quote. We bounce those out as we go and we label them. We go back later. Elaine listens to them. She goes in, creates graphics for each one of them. Uh, and we use over it's an mm -hmm. app. It's a free app on Love iPhone. Over. over is like, if you're not using over, Hey Andrew, if you're not using over for graphics, man, I'm sorry. Canva can flush I like itself. Canva. I hate Canva, man. Canva is friendly. Yeah. Me, Canva is the least. most clunky piece of software. But ever. I love over. We have the paid version. There is a paid version, but you can get like amazing stuff with the free one. The too, only so. thing the paid version has that the free one does not, I believe is a couple graphics that mm -hmm. they like a little um like like kind of clear background uh, like vector type yeah, graphics. Yeah, you can't use all the backgrounds on there. And then it has templates, and certain templates. One more thing, you can't lock text whenever you're moving things around. I figured that out because I had a friend who downloaded it and she just had the free version uh -huh. of Over, and I was like showing her all the different things you can do, but you can't lock text okay. if you have the free version. So like if you like I don't. If you're making a graphic and you have like a specific quote that you want in the top corner and you want to lock that in place, so whenever you're changing color, adding a picture, putting a picture behind it, whatever, um, I don't think you can do that in the free version. Okay, well, just FYI, I don't lock text. So just I, saying, I've like, never locked text. You like can I don't get do it. the free one and be fine. Lock text is not a is not a necessary function. But over it is just O V E R. It is a yellow or kind of like an orangish yellow color, just a, with a white circle in it. And it is a free app, amazing for editing. So much better than Canva. If you hate Canva like we do, over. So we cut those audio snippets out as we edit. We drop them, or we go and listen back to them. We make a graphic in over. Your graphics don't have to be super complicated. That's another good reason. Mm -hmm. I used to use Photoshop. Photoshop just takes too long to get, like, and I'm good at Photoshop. Don't get me wrong. It just takes too long. So we drop it in over. We bounce that out into Drive, Google Drive. Everything goes back into Google Drive, so she and I can sync everything back and forth. Same thing we do with clients. We bounce mm -hmm. it back and forth to Google Drive on shared drives. And then uh, from there, I drop it into Headliner. I just click the audio. I click the, the square picture we made, and I drag and put the little um, wavelength where I want it and everything like that, and I bounce it out. So it's a few steps. It sounds complicated. It's really Maybe not. Maybe could do a tutorial one day. Yeah. So as I said before, just kind of starting out, we if you caught the, uh, the little blooper broadcast in the beginning, we're trying to use a broadcasting software to just kind of be able to do more stuff with text on screen and everything like that. And it kind of flopped just a little bit. So maybe we can use that to kind of test out our 
our tutorial mm -hmm. stuff because it can do screen sharing yeah. and everything. So we'll work on that. Now, okay, uh, just as a recap of that, uh, we cut out audio. As we edit, we make quote cards in headliner, or excuse me, in over, and then we drag it into headliner to make mm -hmm. the videos out of it. So that's how we do that, Carl. Oh, man. Um, question. Brock, yes. Okay. So I'm just going to read this one out here. Brock, opinions on doing a giveaway raffle for people who rate and review in order to generate more reviews, listeners, followers, etc. For example, a rating and review gets you an entry, and I must be able to tell that you actually listened. Uh, a more detailed review than just great podcast, sure. Uh, hey, Sherry. Yeah, Brock. No, not you, Siri. Be quiet. Siri always loves to butt into my stuff. Every time when we're podcasting, Siri's like, say that again. And we're like, no. no do not say that again. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, Brock, that is an interesting um, idea. I understand how a pain in the butt it can be to get people to review shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get, you know, multiple thousands of downloads monthly, like, we, we're constantly, like, and our reviews are just so narrow. We have a great listenership, but they, just to take them and go and rate and review, is it seems like it's such an easy thing because we do this all the time, but it's just so difficult mm -hmm. to get people to do that. Something I have done, uh, hey, Mpo, something I have done before with that specifically is I have found a group of people whom I know who are also podcasters and I've offered to go and listen to their show and give them an honest review. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. There was a couple of people who were like, oh, sports cast, uh, podcast. I'm sports agnostic. I don't care. I, I was homeschooled. I have this much school spirit. That's a big zero if you're listening later. I have no school spirit. I do not care about uh, sports whatsoever. But I would go and listen to them from the perspective of someone who does enjoy sports and like, oh, based on the information, based on the, the enjoyment factor. And I give an honest review. A completely honest review uh, based on that. So there's great ways to do that. As far as an actual giveaway or raffle, I don't think that's a bad idea. My only concern, and I'll be really honest, so we want to grow this uh, purpose-driven podcasters group too. I had thought about doing a giveaway for a free coaching call with us or something like that or just some kind of little free giveaway. It's like, hey, invite a friend, and if they join – then we will put your name in a raffle for a free. I'm just being completely transparent. Like, I don't want to hold back. Like, we that's what this group this is for. <laughs> this was last time. Like, oh man, how can we grow this group? Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not dissatisfied with, you know, the group size. I'm not anything like that. It's just like, I want to continue to grow it, continue to get more questions, you know? And, and ultimately, like, I mean, this is an outlet for Elaine and I. This is what we do. This helps us learn. This gives us connections, just like we hope it gives you guys connections and helps you learn. Like, you know, we want this to be a team effort. And so I was like, well, how can we grow this group? What can we do? And I was like, well, I could do a promotional thing. We could edit a free episode for someone or do a free Instagram TV video for them, you know, edit something like that out or even a free coaching call or maybe they could pick a service we offer or, you know, something like that or a free media package for taking an episode and make quote cards. We talked about doing that. Like, we'll go through and actually make you quote cards for an episode and stuff like that. My problem with that is this. Once you train people to get something based on an, a reward incentive, I feel like it might stifle people from actually continuing to do it in the future out of their own will. And so I almost feel like 
maybe instead of giving people a a bonus or like a raffle or something like that, maybe have a segment at the end of your show where you read off a couple new reviews or in an intro segment, it's like, hey, I want to read this awesome review someone left and give people shout outs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that might really be beneficial. I'm not saying not to do the raffle. I'm just saying we've never done it. Right. We've never tried it. And I'm sure it will work in the short term, but long term, it's kind of like if you, when you teach your dog to go like scratch on the door to go outside, that's what's going to do every time. Or whenever you teach something how to get food, that's how it continues to want to get food. Like there's all these, you know, I'm thinking of like psychological experiments where people were like, oh, whenever you hear this bell, that means it's dinner time. Well, whenever we see the raffle, that means it's time to rate and review and promote. And that, that bothers me and scares me a little bit because I want people to be honest, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I, I don't know if that answers your question. Did you have something I was just going to say, I know a lot of podcasters um, actually do read their reviews before their episode. Um, just kind of give a shout out to that person. But they do it maybe like at random, so mm-hmm. they don't do it in order of like this week, last per- like or last week somebody said this. It's like just pulled randomly, and so maybe giving them a shout out is the incentive. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of podcasters do that, but like Cody said, we're not saying don't do a raffle, but also like kind of like you know how like I feel like if you did that or have done that or are thinking about it, like you know how ultimately you feel about it like gut reaction, then go with that. You can always try it. You don't have to keep doing that. You're not like forced to have to do that every week or maybe you can do once a month. I don't know. Toy around with it and see. Sure. And, uh, and like I said, there's, there's all kinds of things. Maybe it's even, you know, it's shout outs. There's, there's other options. Uh, I don't know what your raffle idea was specifically, but like I said, when you start rewarding people with like some kind of monetary kickback like that, it gets scary because then you're like, well, people aren't going to do it outside of that. So anyway, uh, one quick thing real quick or a couple of quick things real quick. Cause, uh, Mpo has a question and so does Q. And so we're going to keep right on rolling here. Let me just say one, or I guess a couple of quick things. Uh, if you are catching this on the replay or you don't have time, guys, we converted this over to a podcast. I said at the beginning of the episode, or I guess I say episode Video. podcast. <laughs> <aren't been>. If, <laughs> Hey, Lewis. So, I'm sorry, I missed you a second ago. So, yeah, if you uh, if you want to catch this later or if you're coming back to it, this is uh, just completely just kind of chopped and trimmed and tossed into, like, just tossed right out into, just repurposed into a podcast. So, if you look up Purpose Driven Podcasters, wherever you already find podcasts at, uh, by the end of the week, it'll be there. It's already in uh, Spotify, and it should be in iTunes the next day or so. Also, a couple quick things. As always, we have our free audits up there. So if you want to just have a quick free coaching call with us, that's available. And our little plug is done. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and read Brock's comment real quick. And then I will get to those. Because I think that's regarding what he said. Yeah, I mean, I'm very early in the game. And new listeners won't necessarily know that I've done that in the past. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, just... I think that it's a good, I mean, if you're, if you're early in the game and your new listeners won't know that you've done it in the past, I, I understand that perspective. Um, I, I don't think there's a problem with it. Like I said, it's just, just be cautious. Yeah. Be cautious with it and be cautious of what you're promising to them too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't go out and do like a gift card to Starbucks or anything like that. I wouldn't do anything that has like a direct monetary value. 
I would do something like let's go on a live together on mm -hmm. Facebook or um, something like that. And I just, I wouldn't offer them something that's like, Hey, here's a gift card or something like that. Cause that, I don't know. But that's just kind of, if he had like a website or something like a service, a service, sure. maybe could, they could get a discount, which maybe? is kind of like what we were talking about. Yeah. And so there are things to play around with it. There is no right or wrong answer to that. I would just think it through very well. So, Mpo, what app or system is used to highlight sound clips from an episode on Instagram social media? Mpo, catch this on the replay. We Carl just asked that, and we just answered. Quick answer, we cut out audio as we go. Uh, as we edit, we cut out audio clips. We make just cards in an app called Over. It's a free iPhone, and I believe it's on Android as well, app. And then we use Headliner headliner.app and that's a website that we use to make videograms out of it super simple super straightforward um we're gonna do a tutorial on how we do those as well at some point in the group so we will get back uh to that but yeah Mpo, if you want more detail on that uh you can read in the document we'll throw up at the end of this or you can just circle back around because we answered that right toward the beginning of this Q, how much of your personal life do you put into your content, and is there ever an issue of one of you uh, wanting to share too much? My sister wants to talk about a personal issue on my podcast, and I'm worried about reactions and comments. Oh, man. So, that's a very legit thing. Mm -hmm. uh, let me think for a second. I'm trying to, like, recap. We put some pretty personal stuff into our podcast. Um, let me just, I mean, really personal okay. well, stuff. I think it first depends on the dynamic of your show and what the mission and purpose of your show is. So I know there are several podcasters who talk about, you know, grief or um, just really like abuse, like that they have their podcast specifically geared towards those topics. So of mm -hmm. course they're going to be sharing their personal life. Of course they're going to be, they're going to have guests on the show that they're interviewing talking about the heavy subjects. But if you're talking about nursing, you know, like your show, or if you're talking about like business and then you start adding your personal life, I mean, I think that's up to the discretion of you, of, sure. of the host of the show. I mean, it's different. Like, if you are teaching on stock market, I don't think we need to know um, your dog's bathroom habits. But meanwhile... Unless your show is about, like, vets and dogs, then sure. <laughs> right, but if it's veterinary <laughs> stuff, maybe we want to know about your dog's bathroom habits. I don't know. So, as far as us, personally, we put some pretty personal stuff in ours because we're an extremely relational show. Uh, our show is... is it's like we've said before, it's for people who have deconstructed their faith, who have walked away from church, who don't have community anymore, like, you know, who have walked away from their, their community they've been a part of for years and years. And and sometimes we talk about spiritual abuse in that. Or, yeah, or sexual yeah. abuse within church. We've talked about all that. I mean, we've talked about personal stuff on, like, uh, Death and hospital. Why we've, yeah. I mean, the, the day after my mother passed away, I recorded an episode. So, like, if that tells you anything, literally, like, before I talk to anyone, I talk to my microphone. Uh, that's not the right answer for everyone. Yeah. And so that is completely based on what do you feel. And specifically, if it is your sister who's coming on to your show, I think you need to have that agreement of like, maybe those are shared experiences and you're not comfortable sharing some of those experiences. Um, but she's, you know, completely open about it. I think you have that conversation before 
the conversation before you um, hit the record button and maybe discuss like, Hey, I'm not ready to share this because we share this personal experience, but maybe we could kind of skim over it or like maybe um, talk about it in a broad way. Um, or, you know, maybe if you are uncomfortable with something um, because you're involved with it, um, then maybe say, Hey, like I'm not comfortable talking about this, but if it's something that she experienced and it's not on you and you're worried about like how it'll be perceived, like that's on her. If she is wanting to talk about that and share it on your show and has nothing to do with you, like you weren't part of that or, you know, you were part of that, but maybe not as negative of an experience she had, you know, if she's wanting to talk about something on your show at the same time, like that's up to her. And I think maybe she will recognize like, maybe I'll get some flack from this. Maybe I'll have people from our own family who are like, oh, I didn't know that happened or, oh, I don't want that to be shared. So I think one, if it involves you, like you have that conversation, but two, if it's just because she wants to share her story, I feel like you should let her share a story if you've already had that conversation of what that could entail. And I want to add on that too. If it fits the dynamic yes. of your show, going back to, I love how these always <laughs> seem to loop back around, uh, going back to what we were talking about right out of the gate, you have the authority of what goes on to your show and be selective. It's okay. You can be exclusive that you don't have to be inclusive of everyone's story. So if it doesn't fit the dynamic of your show, absolutely not. Like mm -hmm. it's, that's not meant for that. Find another show in this group who's her story matter, like fit so wanna, her, her story always yeah. matters. Don't excuse me. So find another one where it fits the, the dynamic of that show better. Like, Hey, who has a, place to share XYZ type of stories. I have someone for you. Let her go. Like if she's you, let Live her go there. Or YouTube. Right. So there's other places. Uh, oh, right here. He said, it's a medical issue she went through. So it definitely relates. But what I was really asking is how do y'all deal with negative reactions? Okay. Yeah, cool. So how do we deal with negative reactions? Holy crap. Well, whenever you pretty much tell everyone their entire way of believing is questionable, <laughs> you get some pretty, we've got some pretty negative reactions. We've had people tell us that we were, um, one with the devil backslidden. Even, I mean, we've had some crazies. I've had some crazy stuff. Mostly you, mostly me because I'm a little more vocal. How do we deal with negative reactions? So there's two different types of negative reactions. There's negative reactions from people you don't really give a squat about. And there's negative Just reactions from people you do. Uh, negative reactions from people you don't really give a, give a crap about. Let's be honest. You don't give a crap. It's a little different. There's two different types of, uh, I guess, like I said, there's two different types of things there. So there's people you know. You have, your, you have like your outer, outer circle, your middle circle, and your inner circle, right? Your outer, outer circle is just people. Whenever we post our stuff to Reddit, Good Lord, we get the most like hateful crap. Like, I got on Reddit one time, and I think I shared one of our like really hardcore episodes on Reddit about like, um, what was it like? I don't remember which one you shared, yeah. but you got tore up for yeah, it. Yeah, I got tore up about it, and I wasn't even technically the one who posted it. Well, and it was all based on just a wording. That, yeah, that was the only thing. Yeah, and so people were like. Not necessarily tearing me apart, but like tearing us apart and like almost putting words into our mouth or like taking it the wrong way. And I remember like you were like, you don't need to read this stuff. Yeah, I just, I just said don't need to read. Which is funny because you're a much more eloquent writer than I am. And so they were tearing it up because it was more eloquently spoken. And that's why they were anyway. So 
uh, negative reactions from that. What do you do for, for Elaine? It's, I'm not even going to look, I'm not even going to read that stuff because it's not worth her mental health. For me, I just laugh and I probably say something snarky back. Like that's, I'm just, I'm just a snarky. It's my humor. I'm sorry. So two reactions or the two negative reactions. What were you saying? There are two different. <laughs> yeah, there's two different. Well, there's two different types of, uh, types of people. You know? So that's your outer circle. Those are the people it's like, that's just noise, right? That's just noise going on. That doesn't even matter. You kind of get to your middle circle. And I think this is where a lot of people get hung up. You have your friends of friends or your acquaintances or your distant relatives. Those are the people that, especially when you're starting out, it's hard to get over whenever they start getting after you. And man, I've had some of those completely walk away, completely turn away from me. Just bye. Because whenever you start telling people you don't believe the way they believe or you have a controversial view of something that they see as factual, I mean, this goes to politics, this goes to, I mean, it's just central Anything. core beliefs, right? You start questioning those, and those are the people that start, uh, they either send you the long personal messages. They start really dig digging into you, and they know enough about you where, from their perspective, they're trying to put you in your place. And help, they're helping you. Well, some, yeah, sometimes yeah. they think they're helping you. But to you, man, it just sinks to the bone because they know enough about you to just really drive in those points like, oh, you used to not be this way. You, you used changed? to not believe that you've changed. Yeah, you, you're not the same person you used to be. Or uh, the, some of these little hooks of like, well, how would so-and-so really feel about this if they saw that? Don't you know so-and-so really, really struggled with that? And so I think that is one of those things where you have to realize that if you are a podcaster – and you want to put your voice out there, and you want to deal with anything controversial, anything that is a little bit against the grain, anything that's going to garner a negative reaction, then you're going to have to be able to politely stand by that. And what I mean by that is, it's okay to have disagreeing views. And I don't know why on earth, especially here in the States, we can't get that through our heads that just because we disagree with someone's views doesn't mean we disagree with them as a person. Uh, and so whenever you have someone coming at you like, hey, uh, that's, that's, that's not appropriate. You shouldn't be posting that. That's the wrong way to look at that. You're doing this inappropriately. What's happened to you? You just look at that and say, hey, I respectfully disagree. This is my perspective, but you're entitled to yours, and I respect your views. Especially with those people like, you know, uh, mom's second cousin, you know, or whatever down the line who married into the family. Like, come on. Like, what? Let's be honest. You know what you're trying to do. You know your audience you're trying to reach. You know your heart. <laughs> you know, I, I had a very close, and this kind of goes to the inner circle part. I had a very close family member. He was an, you know, an uncle, and uh, an uncle I'm relatively close to, as a matter of fact. My family's pretty tight knit. And I heard this through my grandmother who told it to my father. So, like, you can kind of see how family drama travels right <clears throat> excuse me i have a nap buzzing me here so we had a uh, yeah so my uncle was saying about how i was leading people in the wrong direction mind you he's very settled in his beliefs and his churchianity and like and that's fine i'm not dogging him for that he's happy and content where he is in life he's not my audience my audience are the pe people that are like one like negative comment away from giving God the bird and leaving, you know, like that's my audience. I know who my audience is. My audience is sick and tired of religious BS. My audience is sick and tired of dealing with people who are just so 
uh, you know, just caught up in their religion and they just want to experience life and they want to understand to them. And I'm not trying to like preach my podcast here. I'm just trying to say like, I know, we know our audience. We know who they are. We talk with them regularly. And you know what? They're the ones listening to our show. They're the ones that tune in every single week. My uncle heard a passing comment I said on a Facebook live video. It was a video. Like it was some a random video. video. <laughs> some random video. Funny and video. What I said wasn't unfactual. It was completely true. It resonated with my audience well. No one got like nothing bad happened to it. But because of that, he wanted to say little things. The truth is people say negative things for just a few different reasons. A, because they're somewhere you're not and they don't understand that it's okay for people to be on different areas of life and still get along. B, they uh, are genuinely concerned because they knew who you were. They don't know who you are. Or C, and this is the biggest one, they are too scared to go where you're at. That's, I don't know what else to say to that. So if you're going to throw stuff out there, if you're going to throw out neg- like things that are going to garner negative reactions, take that as a compliment. If you're getting negative reactions, that means on the opposite spectrum, you are doing something positive. Because for every op- reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Throw like little, like, what is it, grade school science mm-hmm. term. So if you have someone who is negatively like, oh, this is not, this is uncomfortable. This is, er, I don't want to deal with this. And then uh, flip that, and they're like, hey, actually, this is, there's someone out there who's going to like, hey, this is exactly what I need. Uh, Mpo, I see your question. I'm going to circle right back to it. I'm going to finish up here with Q. And scenario, you are just starting out, and the first business that approaches you wants to have exclusive ad rights. Okay, that's a different question, Q. So I'm going to come to you. I'm going to keep going in order. I'll be right back to that one. So I hope I answered. I can rant and rave about, I can get passionate about, pissing people off let me just tell you because we've we've done we've got that down to a science so uh, you're going to piss people off if you're going to deal with controversial stuff good for you if you're making people mad that means on the opposite end of it you're impacting people in a positive light mpo asks how do you respond to apple podcast reviews i don't have a way to access them you do not respond to apple podcast reviews uh you can find them if you go to your show on itunes you can scroll down and see your uh, your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Other than that, there's not really a way to respond to them. Uh, not on Apple. They're there as feedback, kind of like how you would write in the App Store. You can't just go and and like sign in and be like, "Hey, great, thanks." There may be a way for like developers. I know developers of apps can do that. I was gonna say like, um, I know editing apps or like Instagram apps or like people who created like Facebook or like random like picture editing apps or games even people have complained about something and I know the developers have commented back <laughs> yeah. to them but I don't think I've ever seen somebody review back to somebody on Apple Podcasts so if you can and somebody you watch like is listening to this or watching this and knows how you can like please chime in Yeah I don't see a way to But I know the like in the app other way- store you can. I'm going to look up something real quick. Um, actually, I'm going to circle back to that. I'm going to double check on one thing. I'm pretty certain you cannot, though. The only way I would say you can uh, write any kind of review back, and I'm 99% sure you can't do it on this, too, is through the uh, what is the iTunes Connect app, which I can tell you the bookmark for that real quick. Let me pull it up. It's, I'm in, it's in a different browser. I have to use Chrome for going live, but it's in Safari. So give me just a second to pull it up. 
which sadly we cannot screen share. But whenever we get our new software up and running, like I said, if you caught that, full apologize for that. It was awkward, but hey, it was a learning experience, and so, that's what we're here for. We are all learning. <laughs> we right. don't all have the answers all the time. So, uh, bookmarks. Let's see here. That is... Why are all these not loading? Favorites. Reckless Pursuit. Podcast go ahead pages. And write okay. iTunes Podcast Analytics. It's called it's podcastconnect.apple.com is where you can go to get all of your stats for Apple. Um, podcastconnect.apple.com. That's also where you submit new shows. Uh, I don't know who you use to I who does Impo use? Did we do you remember who she used to host? I think it was Libsyn, wasn't it? Anyway, I don't remember who you used to host Info. I knew that at one point. I can find out. But uh, yeah, so if you did not set up through uh, iTunes Connect, it's super easy. Just go to itunesconnect.apple.com and you can sign in through that. But I do not believe you can comment, but you can get a bunch of statistics and stuff. So hey, Brian. Podbean. So Podbean may have a way to look at that. Too. We'll check into that and come back to that. Yes. Brian Perry, what's up? Oh, you know, just talking about podcasting. <laughs> okay. So first person, what was... Okay. Q, next thing here. Scenario, you are just starting out, and the first business that approaches you wants to have exclusive ad rights to your podcast for X number of months. Do you say yes? Wow. Okay. Do you say yes to that? Uh, so here's an interesting perspective on that, I think. You're always coming in clutch with these questions. <laughs> I know. I love your think. questions. <laughs> keep them up, man. You keep these lives rolling. So I would say with that, does their product or service, whatever they are doing, would you use it? Do you back it? Does it personally fit your brand? I completely think that it is not ever worth it to promote something that's not in line with your brand. That being said, there's nothing, if you don't have anyone else like lined up out the door, you got one business. It's like, Hey, I want to do exclusive ad rights to your pod for X number of months. I would go X number of months being like, I don't know what three, three months, like a short time span. Right. To see like, Hey, let's both of us see how this rolls. Uh, and if the money's good and you agree with the product, I don't see a problem with it. If you have a bunch of people lined up out the door, like I would be like, hey man, I got a bunch of people here. Like, what do you bring into the table? And I would play the I would play the crap out of that because that's how you gain like I mean it's your once again, it's your show, it's your monetary value, it's it's your value, it's your audience, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, with putting people in their place. There's nothing wrong with putting advertisers in their place. If you got like three or four of them coming at you being like, Hey, I, I, I want to advertise well, on your show. And I was once... going to say like, there's a lot of podcasts that I've listened to that had ads, which is not a bad thing. You can have ads or whatever that had nothing to do with their show. I'm like, what does this have anything to do with Bombus it? socks. Yeah. Bombus socks. Like we were listening to, um, what was it? The black tapes. Um, our dog's sleep talking right now. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we, hold on. Okay. Bomba socks. Yeah. Back on so, that. Yeah. We were listening to the black tapes, which we kind of binged during the summer. 
And it's, you know, like a horror, like, entertainment show. And it had a couple different seasons. <clears throat> well, like, every episode they were talking about Bombas socks and, like, how you Completely can... Completely killed them. Yeah, yes. like, how you can, um, like, was it... They're great. Make They're your warm. own socks or something. Customize like, them. Customizable yeah. socks. And I was like, what does that have to do You're with... You're talking about ghost stories. What are yeah. you saying right now? Or, like, Casper Mattress, like... I don't know if you have a lifestyle vlog, like if you're talking about like how to stay healthy, then HelloFresh, okay, sure, like have that ad in there. Um, if you're a sleep podcast and you want to have Casper mattresses or, or a health, like hey, yeah, how do you get a great night's sleep? Then, Sleep's you know a great important part of your life, whatever. Uh, and yeah, so <laughs> thank you for yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that as long as it fits in line with your brand, if you don't have a bunch of people, like, knocking down your door right now, you have one company that's like, hey, I really want to advertise on your show right now for X amount of months. I mean, yeah, absolutely, go for it. If they're in line with your vision, go for it. I would, like I said, I'd kind of shorten that up and be like, hey, let's try it out for a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. first to make sure all this is, like, goes well and everything. And then other people start seeing, like, hey, we can advertise here. And then you have leverage going forward. But if you have two or three people, there one to advertise mm -hmm. i wouldn't do exclusive rights unless the money's there for it because like let's be honest you're you're giving someone a slot on your on your platform that seems to be the big thing we're going back to it's your platform you have control of it so that would be my point of view to that uh anyone else have any more questions we're sitting in here what time is it around no oh we got 656 we're going to be on for about 10 minutes tops mm -hmm. five to ten more minutes so if anyone else has any more questions, go ahead and drop those because we got about five do to ten more. you want me to more. do a rundown of all of we've talked about so far? We can do a rundown. I'm going to do a rundown of this real quick. First, of course, that free podcast audit. It's either over there or down there, depending on what you're watching uh, this on. Uh, we would love to just you know have that with you. So if you want to book that, it's completely free, free audit. And we just kind of – it's almost like a free coaching call. And we just go over a ton of stuff. We offer services too. So, you know, coaching, editing, all that stuff, production, it's all there. <sighs> Gotta catch my breath. Also, if you're looking, we have not promoted this yet. We are partnered up with Heather Parody. So Heather Parody is an amazing beast of a podcaster. And if you're looking for a, a mastermind group, a uh, anything like that, she has a, two links down uh, or in the show notes for that. So she has an amazing mastermind. And then she also has just a fantastic course. So if you are interested in either of those, we have promo codes available for those up in the comment section. And the next to last thing, before I let you do a rundown real quick, before we get to any last and final questions, because we got a couple comments trickling in. Uh, if you are wanting to catch this show on the road, we went ahead and made it into a podcast. And so if you look up Purpose Driven Podcasters, it is live on Spotify and should be live on iTunes by the end of the week. It was submitted two days ago. Yeah. Yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, yesterday, wasn't it? Okay, yeah. So we submitted it yesterday. It'll be live on iTunes for too long. It's already on Spotify. So we literally just pulled the audio straight from these videos, throw bumpers on it, put it out there. It's not edited. It's not anything like that. It's just so you can catch this on the go. And, uh, hey, we teach repurpose. So let's do some repurposing. Thank you, Umpa. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we try to, you know, there's a couple different philosophies on stuff like that. Umpo said, just in case you're listening to this later, Umpo said the audit is phenomenal. Thank I greatly appreciate that. that. Yeah, we, we definitely um, don't go by the philosophy of sell, sell, sell. We're mm -hmm. not there to do that. 
uh, our goal is to give you valuable information because honestly, like that's what we want to do. And if you guys want to use our services, that's fine. That's not why you're here. Uh, you know, you're, we're here for it. And then we're also here just to be a community and we want to offer something and just try to help people get on track. So it's not just like I said, when you go into those calls, it's not a, Hey, we're trying to sell you something called that's not at all. We literally listen to your show. We literally break down your episodes. We look through your Instagram. We literally creep around on you all through the internet and find out your business and tell you all that you're doing well and how we can kind of try to help you a little bit. Q, another question. Do you guys have an Alexa Google Home and do you use it to listen to pods? They're awesome in kitchen when cooking. Oh, man. Okay. So, sorry. Go ahead and do your rundown real quick, Elaine, and then I'll answer okay. that. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Okay. So, rundown of what we've talked about thus far. Um, so, the first question was from Q, and it's actually a question that we missed last week. And it's how do you tell a guest after the recording that you would rather not use the episode without being disrespectful? So just kind of run down, um, maybe try to repurpose some of it of what you can, maybe save it for a separate conversation for an email or Facebook group, or maybe, you know, just don't use it at all or try to reschedule and rehab the conversation. So this week's questions, how do you do the audio teaser for podcasts? We talked about headliner and the over app. Um, opinions on doing a giveaway raffle who rate and review in order to generate more reviews, listeners and followers. Um, maybe get in like a, a group with other podcast friends and just kind of do some honest reviews of each other's, um, podcasts and toy around with it. Uh, maybe do shout outs for people who review, um, make it random so they don't know like when they're going to be on the show. So it kind of makes it extra special. Um, what app or system again, headliner, um, and over for um, highlighting sound clips. How much of your personal life do you put into your content and is there ever an issue um, of sharing too much. Honestly, this just depends on your dynamic of your show. And like Cody and I kind of talked about, like if you are a um, life and health fitness group, then sure, like you can talk about your fitness journey. Um, if you are a podcast about animal health and veterinarians and all of that stuff like sure you can share some personal stories of your animals i have a personal story about my animal today but i don't know if i should share or not no i'm not going to share that if you want to hear an extremely personal and disgusting story about my animal today drop a comment and i will post it separate from anyway this. so be selective and exclusive it's your show if you want to share it if it fits with your show like by all means like that is up to you and your audience you know that you will feel that um if that flows how do you deal with negative reactions? Again, Cody and I talked about two different reactions. One, your outer circle, which is noise. You know, don't pay any attention to it. You don't need that negativity. If it's just strangers on the internet trying to be trolls, like, don't give in to it. Like, they don't matter. I mean, they matter as a person, but... <laughs> they matter, just not their to negative your... Opinions, not to your... Uh, not to yeah, your, your inner mission, circle. Right. Um, always respect the person, but take care of yourself. You know, some people do it because they think that they're helping you or people are not on the same wave, wavelength as you are or they may not know who you are anymore because you're changing and developing as you should be. Um, so just know your audience, know who you your podcast is for. Um, if you're doing something that's helping your audience and, and like people that you're friends or family with or coworkers even kind of give you some negative feedback but you're helping someone and it's in the right spirit, keep doing it. How do you respond to Apple podcast reviews? So far, I think you can't. 
Um, you don't respond to them, but you can find your reviews at the bottom of your show on Apple Podcasts. First business that approaches you that wants exclusive ad rights for X number of months, do you say yes? I think that if you use the product, love the service, could benefit from it, fits right with your show, then absolutely. Um, we believe that not like you shouldn't promote something that's not in line with your brand or your show. But if you're just really passionate about it and it fits, by all means do it. And hey, like you can always do a test run if you don't use the service or product and you know it's worth the money for you, then you know, do a test run of it. And final question that we have within yes. the last few minutes. And like I said, if you have anything else, quickly, quickly drop it. Yes. And uh, yeah. Do you guys have an Alexa or Google Home and do you use it to listen to podcasts? They're awesome in the kitchen when cooking. <sighs> we had a conversation about this today. Uh, where basically I was sick and tired because we are an Apple family. Uh, we are an Apple family by pretty much my, like, forcing. I, I'm an Apple person completely. Like, we have two MacBooks sitting here, Apple keyboard, iPhones. Uh, we're, I mean, everything we have is, is Apple. And so we have AirPods. We have, I mean, like, literally everything. TV. iPad, two Apple TVs. Like, yeah, everything is Apple. And so we do not have an Alexa nor do we have a Google Home. I would look at getting an Alexa. I probably wouldn't look at getting, getting a Google Home just because they're a little less compatible with things from my understanding. Uh, and I think that Alexa, being that we have Amazon, and it's kind of already integrated to a little bit of what we do as well. Um, Amazon's probably our secondary next to like Google. We do have a Google Home though. That's all of, mm -hmm. all of our Wi-Fi's ran through Google Home. So I don't know which one I would pick. But I will say this. If Google is the father of the family and Alexa is the mother, then Siri is the brat teenage that does teenager like that Siri. doesn't. She butts know. into conversations and is not help, helpful when you meet yeah, her. Yeah, so dumb. So uh, if we would get one, we would definitely probably most likely possibly go with the Alexa. What are your reviews on either or? And uh, the thing about the whole pod situation we don't use it to listen to podcasts because we don't have one but we do listen to podcasts on our apple tv pretty regularly through itunes on our apple tv so when we're around the house that's typically our entertainment podcast we play most of my informative podcasts i listen to on the road or at the gym but uh yeah what are some other podcasting habits that'd be a fun question just to ask mm -hmm. anyone listening what are your podcasting habits drop those in the comment section because I would love to hear when you listen to podcasts, when you're consuming podcasts. Is it at work? Is it at play when you're out walking your dog, whenever you're at home, leisurely? We've actually listened to some entertainment podcasts in place of just our TV time mm -hmm. just because we would just kind of chill and eat popcorn or yeah. hang out, eat a snack, candles. and yeah, put some candles on and just relax around the house with no like stimulus mm -hmm. blowing in our It's faces. entertainment, but you're not glued to your screen. So. Yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, there's also a whole other conversation we can get into about skills with Alexa and Google Home. And I've done a little bit of research on that. I'd like to sharpen up just a little bit more. So if you have any information on skills for Alexa and Google Home, I know some people charge out the wazoo for that. In other services, you can do it for a lot cheaper. And I know that's a huge deal. They say that, uh, like, what is it? Like, so there's, I don't, I don't know the percentage. I don't want to botch it, but there's a large percentage of like moving forward that, is expected to go to hands-free voice communication. So mm -hmm. it's definitely something we need to be looking towards. Any final questions or comments? Uh, I'm just going to kind of roll here for about two minutes. Brian, I'm sorry. Yeah, Google Homes are just as compatible. The only thing you can't do is order from Amazon from it. 
but I love Amazon. I absolutely love Amazon and love ordering from Amazon. I spend way too much money with Amazon, just being honest. Hugh says, in the car, I almost stopped listening to music because I'm pod obsessed. We listen in the car as well. Brian, also make sure you upload your podcast to Alexa through the Amazon website. Okay, very cool. Thank you for that piece of advice. Uh, that is something we all need mm-hmm. to do. One-third of searches are going to be voice searched by next year. Yeah, I've heard that statistic. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. I don't doubt it at all. Uh, it's it's crazy because I don't really use voice assistants very much, but mm-hmm. it probably is because my voice assistant is a little handicapped, being that Apple is way behind on that. So, guys, awesome stuff. Fantastic. If you want to catch the replay of this, please feel free to watch it in here, or you can go and find this podcast like, literally, we take the audio from this, put it in podcast form, so you can find that wherever podcasts are at. <sighs> Catch my breath. Also, if you would like to have that free audit, link is in the either the show notes or comment section, depending on how you're watching or listening to this. And, of course, Heather Parody's amazing courses and mastermind group we are partnered with. All the information links for that are available as well. Guys, I will have this document probably in about 10 minutes or so, um, uploaded into the group. So anybody who either missed this or wanted to go back to any of the questions, kind of recap what we talked about, like, it'll be available for you. Yes. And one other thing, uh, really, really big thing. You guys know so much word of mouth is vital. If y'all have friends who are podcasts, I said y'all, sorry, my Southern. Y'all. If, if, y'all, if y'all all have friends who are podcasters or looking to start a podcast and it is a purposeful podcast, it is a purpose-driven podcast, please send them an invite to the group. We would love to have them apart. So anyways, guys, go and create on purpose. I told you we would have a better tagline last yes. time, and we do. Go and create on purpose. We will talk Bye, soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Purpose Driven Podcasters. If you want to be a part of our free live calls, click the link in the show notes and ask to be a part of our community. We look forward to seeing you there. Elaine and I are not just podcast hosts, we're also producers. If you're looking for a coach or a production team for your show, visit us at recklessmedia.co or click the link in the show notes. We have a free one-on-one podcast audit to help you get going in the right direction or to fine-tune your show. Again, that's recklessmedia.co. And until next time, go and create on purpose.